0: This episode of The Disc Golf Podcast is brought to you by otbdiscs.com. Only the best discs has a huge selection with high quality pictures of each disc, actual disc weights, flatness, and stiffness listed. Did I mention fast shipping? Get it free on your next order at otbdiscs.com using promo code DGPODCAST. What's up, disc golfers? Welcome to episode 244 of the Disc Golf Podcast. My name is Robin, and alongside me, my longtime friend, avid disc golfer, Joe.
1: I'm stoked to be back. It's been a minute. Uh, Robin got a cold, we took a week off. Uh, he you know, was probably good to go, but it was a smart move to just make sure it got all the way there.
0: Yeah, it was just a, a, a Rona thing, and we probably could have re- recorded remotely but um, I sounded terrible uh so we just decided let's skip it and uh we'll, we'll get back at it the following week and uh, sure enough disc golf provided us a laundry list of news to to go over so uh we now have a packed show in what is normally the disc golf podcast a hard-hitting journalistic news show so uh no bullshit no nonsense just facts. i mean you just said
1: bullshit so you already like threw that out like if we are hard-hitting news source bullshit would probably not be uh, a word in in my used. vocabulary you're yeah you're probably yeah, yeah, right. yeah. so yeah, you yeah, just yeah. yeah just outed yourself um or us i guess well fuck <laughs> well fuck These two gay dads just (laughs) outed themselves.
0: Joe and I have been joking repeatedly because we we take our children to the disc golf course and I uh, have a minivan. Um, It's awesome. It's a
1: super cool minivan. It's a
0: super sweet minivan. It's honestly like I'd rather drive it than than my normal sedan that I drive for work uh, virtually every day. Uh, But we show up at the course and it's like... Joe's got a beard, and like we hold hands. Yeah, it's it's not a four
1: kids get out of the car. <laughs> four kids get out of the car. We we uh, literally like no joke have to coordinate to make sure we're not wearing the same shirt. That this is true. We own yeah. many of the same like disc golf shirts, uh-huh. and there are times where it's like, hey, what are you gonna wear when you go out there? Yeah, yeah the- because there have been times that we have shown up with matching shirts. Yeah. with our four children. Yep. To go play disc golf.
0: And we just know that like people are probably like, oh, good for them. Good for them getting out. And, and, I mean, I'm not opposed to it. It doesn't hurt my feelings. adopted children out to the disc golf course to, to wander out in nature. And, and at, they're so brave. I, I just know that that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know. I, and once again, like. It I, doesn't
0: help that we make out.
1: Right. Right. And hold hands. And- yeah. Yeah. I put sunscreen on you and email. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well,
0: it's really hard to reach.
1: We're going to get like eight emails tomorrow and be like, I don't listen to your podcast anymore.
0: Quit this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to get... When you're wearing the singlet, it's really hard to, to get sunscreen everywhere you know like hey you, t- you really need another person well and, like spray anyway. works
1: but sometimes you still need to rub in the spray
0: and my wife won't make eye contact with me when you know i leave the house wearing it so well that's
1: mostly just due to the pregnancy
0: yeah that's true that's true that's true but uh but yeah so and um, i don't
1: wear sunscreen
0: we're just uh uh two gay dads uh talking disc golf yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talking, to, talking to you guys about disc golf <sighs>
1: i know it's robin's always bummed when i drive and it's just like (laughs) my forester which still works well for that yeah that's true but there are no kids you know there's no kids it it really
0: kills the vibe yeah it doesn't when but we do play a lot better when we all pop out the minivan and and uh and the whole gang's together it 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 really really brings the whole room together you know what i mean just the, the whole experience and and you know your appearance versus mine. You're like the the bear with the big beard, and the you know it's it, it just really vibes. Would that make you like an otter? Like I don't know what I'm like am. a baby
1: bear. <laughs> like you got a little facial hair. You're really not smaller than me. Really, we're like basically the same size. Um, but I just you know got a little more. Uh,
2: your head's bigger. Masculine your head's, Oh, my head's, head's definitely bigger. bigger.
1: My head is definitely bigger. I've got, <laughs> a, not giant, I've got a giant dome. Well, <laughs> right. That's not, uh, you know. Some of us hold weight in different places. It's fine. <laughs>
0: Can't lose weight there. <laughs> think we've had a great show for you. Yeah. We've had a great show for you guys tonight. We just <laughs> lost so many listeners. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we, we we are going to recap the leadstone insurance open <laughs> we are going to talk about the european disc golf championship in progress we are going to talk about the big announcement for the the European pro tour uh which is which is awesome I can't wait to to get more details on that uh we have usdGc which is going to be a little pay-per-view action like it was last year then we'll do our picks for Idlewild. So we got like a laundry list of stuff to to get through. Disc golf news to get through. And then we'll do our world famous deer review. Our disc and beer pairing where we take a disc, we take a beer, we review them both and let you know whether you should bring it on the course. Tonight we have finally open in Anaheim by Modern Times, which is an 8% alcohol, double dry hopped IPA. Mm-hmm. And we're going to pair that with the Mint Jackalope. An eight-speed five glide minus two turn one fade control driver, uh, newly released. Hopefully, you've already bought it uh, because after uh, after Joe, uh, don't. I sh- uh, never mind. We'll we'll save it for the D review. But
1: uh, it's just a popular disc, and people. Want but just it.
0: pause the show and try and find one now, and and just uh, you'll you'll do yourself self a favor. Yeah, let's do that. So, uh, Joe. You ready to uh, talk some some Ledgestone? I am. So I think most notably with Ledgestone is the the new course, which was Northwood Gold last year and is now Northwood Black, where they took out most of the the front nine of Northwood Gold and made a whole new course – uh, which is Northwood Black, which we thought Northwood Gold uh, was a a punishing course, a little and, rough, and Northwood Black is a whole new level of punishment. Uh, the other problem, not necessarily problem, because I really like Northwood Black personally. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed watching yeah. it, and I enjoyed watching uh, the pros look mortal and 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 I think that disc golf really benefits from having. Wooded courses like that, I think that's like the core of of what disc golf is and how it's different from ball golf and and other sports that are, you know, in wide open places and things like that. But that being said, uh, holy moly, tight fairways, lots of trouble, brutal and uh, and made players look quite mortal at times throughout. But uh, the other problem was that cell service was not good enough to broadcast the front nine. So uh, the MPO rounds were limited to the, the back nine uh, for the live coverage on DGN. Well, I mean, just day.
1: not enough people there watching uh, so, got their, their 5G
0: vaccinations. So uh, <laughs> that's true. That's true. That, that probably is accurate.
1: I would have put them over the top. But you Nate,
0: know. Nate Heinhold needs to put up one of them like fake tree cell towers. A billion percent. Like, I'm sure he could do it. Come on, Nate. We, we see you. Oh, he's got he's got the he's got the power. But for sure. uh, I, I I will say I appreciate the sadist in in Nate Heinhold in creating these courses. Like I I like it. I like do you think he
1: hangs out with Leonard Muse? Do you think they're just like buddies? <laughs> <laughs> Look at this shit I did. I
0: can't beat you on the course, but my course will beat you for sure. <laughs> for sure, I'll show you. <laughs>
1: Don't you ever make fun of my backhand again?
0: <laughs> How do you like that rough? Uh, just like your mother likes it. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I. Uh, it's a. It's a great course. I I, super cool. Super cool. I I think from what I saw, most of the pros were pretty happy with how it is. I think the the main problem from a a disc golf standpoint and a logistics standpoint was that it caused backups because Mm -hmm. really Mm -hmm. hard holes. So there was like 45 minute backups. And then the cell coverage for live, you know, it's like we can't watch, you know, we're we have to wait 24 hours. And I think a lot of people probably were just like, well, if I can't watch the front nine, I may as well just wait for Jomez. Right. Um, And
1: Jomez got out like extra fast. Yeah. Like
0: Jomez was out so quick. And I I saw somebody sent me like a tweet by GK saying that that like. Uh, DGN was not allowing them, or the Disc Golf Pro Tour was not allowing them to post uh, same day. It had to be next day, um, hmm. which maybe turned out because I feel like Jomez came out came out pretty close the same day, but, very close, um, like like wildly close. So but, here's here's the other
1: thing that I think that maybe caused some of the backups too. Um, I feel like more than normal. I, tell me if I'm wrong. There were a lot of blind tee shots. Yeah. There were a ton, a ton of you throw and hope and think it looks right. Yeah. But if you kiss a tree, it's going to take y'all a minute to find. Like there were a ton. There were so shots.
0: many it, it, over the course of this tournament. There were so many of those like slight tree kicks that send you 150 feet into the rough, right? And like, out of
1: your hand, you're like, "I nailed it! I peered it!" Like, that looks beautiful. So I'm looking and then, 100 feet forward, and I'm really like back 250 yeah. feet to the left. Yeah, like that's gonna take a ton of time to find that, and then you got to like figure out how to get out uh-huh. of that. Like that's like my only my only issue. Still, a yeah. fantastic course. If you pure the gaps, you're awesome, but there are times that you think you peered it. And, and I mean no it, one to it, tell you
0: it reared its head. I mean uh weather was the the reason that the final round of NPO was oh, yeah. canceled. Um but I mean you got a huge field of players playing a course with lots of delays and uh, they didn't have a lot of room for error. Arden Macbeth
1: hired a lightning machine. <laughs>
0: That was a joke. But <laughs> really? Yeah. Are you sure? Okay.
1: I mean, he's got the money to do it. He does. But yeah. I also don't know that such a thing exists. Lightning machines? Yeah. I mean, how could well, they not? Well, Nikola Tesla, like, yeah. similar, but, you know. Yeah.
0: I mean, all you got to do is, like, you know, put a big speaker out in the woods and scare some people and eh, a little bit of rain.
1: Yeah, yeah just a little magic, you, yeah. know, you know. Anyway. I'm
0: sure Paul Macbeth. it's probably a feature on his McLaren. Just press That's the button. That's right.
1: That's right. it's just like... <laughs> Well, they're just not used to like cars like his, but it was actually just him starting his car and like, whoa, it's lightning.
0: But I mean, they were already kind of stressed for time just to begin with on this course, let alone without weather delays. Um, so it, they ended up having to cancel the, the final round and uh, it ended up being that uh, Rick and Calvin ended up co-champions at, at 17 down. Um and yeah, I you know it, this has happened in disc golf before. It's, it's
1: do they do a Top Gun jumping high five?
0: Uh, they should. That would have been there like, was I saw people joking on on Twitter and stuff like that, because uh, there's a picture of Calvin and Rick next to each other, and it looked like a buddy cop thing, you know, like because they're so like contrasting in their appearance, Rick being all like clean cut with the 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 facial well, hair. Well, Calvin's kind of clean and, and cut though now too. Yeah, he but he's hair. got a funky. He's got the funky glasses and the curly oh, hair. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, it's just kind of like a like a buddy cop uh, TV show type thing, like Rick and Calvin, you know. Why not?
1: Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm like off in my head now trying to think of like the best <laughs> name for that, that buddy cop duo. Like R- 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 Rick and the Fuzz. <laughs> uh,
0: Oh, Rick Curl.
1: Oh, yeah, that's good. I like, I like, uh, Rick and rocks, because fucking Calvin loves... Yeah, that's true. He loves true. his rocks. Little
0: known fact, people, there are a lot of pro disc golfers that are into geology. Yeah, like, geology.
1: I'm not talking like crack cocaine. I'm talking geology. We're talking geology.
0: literally rocks. Yes, like, a billion percent. Like into it to the point where they are like collecting them, polishing them on their spare time. Like a lot, like a shocking... I, I We're not even joking. This is... This happens.
1: It's real. I think Rick and Rocks is probably yeah. the best one.
0: I know it's hard to believe, given the way this podcast started, that we might give you actual, real insight, but it's I true. mean, don't get used to it, but... Hella rock, people.
1: Like, hardcore.
0: Yeah.
1: Which is neat, <laughs> I guess. I mean, I was on OTB watching them <laughs> polish the rocks and cut them and whatnot and i it just didn't click for me <laughs> at all at, at all like no part of it was i interested in learning more or trying to uh my dad... sand a rock or cut one and, mm-hmm. and be like oh look at this geode <laughs> like neat. <laughs> i'll pass <laughs> oh there's beer inside <laughs> cool i'm gonna be over there yeah, i'll see you over I'm there. be over there
0: anyway uh (laughs) girthy's barbecuing
1: rad those are my that's my world
0: so i mean uh, my takeaway northwood black i i love it i i enjoyed watching it i like watching pros struggle and seeing what they do when they have to battle um and i don't want every course to be like that right i love that we have a huge variation in disc golf about The types of courses and we get to then use that in the narrative of which players play good or poorly in the various styles of courses and and how it works. I do think it's very interesting given that continually people talk about uh, Eagle being a ball golf course guy that he's still balled out. On, on this course. Well, he's real good. And, and Eagle's just really good. Just, and, and, and he, has just he has every shot. Yeah, He has every shot. How good mean. he is. Like, he's so freaking good.
1: The other fun thing is the abundance of ball golf courses this year versus years in the past. How much we did. Northwood Black aside, just Ledstone in mm-hmm. general. I mean, if you listen to two years ago. Not big fans. We yeah.
0: talked a good amount of shit. We're still we're still not big fans ball golf courses. I'm fine well,
1: with Well here's them. the thing, but I just remember talking all that shit and then with so many ball golf courses, I'm like, oh Ledgestone is what we need. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Ledgestone is what we need. Yeah. Um it's it's just such a great change of pace.
0: No, Heinhold's like a like a like a the evil doctor. You know, he's just like he's just out there just looking for ways to make it make it even more difficult and like it, your landing zones have to be perfect otherwise you can't get the angle to to make the next shot like you have to be technically right sound you right. have you to be and that's why like it, it's so funny too because Drew Gibson another person that we've talked about you know He's such a tactician when it comes to to his drives, but his putts have been terrible. But he was able to play really well here. And for the first time in a while, they were saying on live coverage, like I was watching it, and uh, I think it was Charlie who was on there. He was like, you know, watching this tournament, like this is the first time in a long time where I'm not like worried about watching Drew Gibson putt. Like he was making the short putts, he was making longer putts, and he was piping the fairways with the buzz. And it was beautiful. Like, it was it was just one of those things. It was like great. I should mention, uh, Drew Gibson made it to Sports Center top 10. For uh, He had like a, uh, it was like number 10, uh, 250 foot throw in or, or so with a putter. Well, I think, of course, with a putter. I think it was an EV7. Um, Any,
1: anything under 450, yeah. he's throwing a putter.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, so uh, he did make that somewhat. Sadly, uh, Paige Pierce did not, and she had a 264-foot blind forehand flex, completely blind, that she sank. Um, and uh, it was equally impressive. It wasn't as That's cool. That's weak as shit, though. It wasn't as cool of a shot, like in terms of like Drew Gibson's shot. It was like the cameras lined up behind him. It was like a laser beam. The putter just went straight for days and just landed in. And Page's was like a two angle shot. So I I could see that. But at the same time, Page's shot. If I could choose
1: someone to represent disc golf to
0: the masses. Page's shot was way more impressive. I'd much rather have Page. Way more impressive. So I don't know. Um,. Well, maybe Paige needs to get
1: uh, the Declaration of Independence tattooed on her somewhere. (laughs) Or at least the preamble, because we know that works. Yes.
0: Yeah. But uh, Paige, speaking of which, absolutely curb stomped the field. Uh, Maybe it's because Kristen Tatar is no longer in the United States.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that breath of
0: fresh air. That meme was the greatest, by the way. (laughs) That was. That really was.
1: Does <laughs> Golf Rodman so good? <laughs>
0: <laughs> there just happened to be a picture with Page pointing in a direction, and Kristen Tatar was in the photo, and uh, they captioned it with uh, "the <laughs> the airport is that way." <laughs> yeah, that's solid. That super solid was solid.
1: I mean, Tatar. You look at those stats when Tatar was here—ridiculous, yeah, ridiculous. I didn't even realize until I I, I saw them side by side. Like
0: Page played, she won
1: like three out of five tournaments, four out of six, four out of six, four out of six. Yeah, Uh, five out of seven. Would would play again?
0: I I, Page played really, really well. I think this would have been a pretty epic battle, Um, but I don't know. Page played really, really well, and. I, I wouldn't be shocked if if she won no matter who was out there oh for in, sure in i'm just one. i'm just talking ish so so yeah um other note would be uh rick putting with whales get that money rick which is which is like probably the the an elite marketing move on on the Waisaki camp just being like you know what these KC Pro Avrs we can't we can't do that. Maybe we revive the whale. So he's got whales and pigs and and let's go. Oh, totally. So uh, don't be surprised. They're, they're not going to
1: make a, a a Rick AVR an RW AVR. No. Can you get a Rick whale though?
0: Hell yeah. yeah. Well, it doesn't even have to be like RW right there. Right. Rick Whale, but would it be our? Oh yeah, who uh,
1: the R W R W of the R the R Dub Dub,
0: Ricky Whale Saki. I mean, Fire. come on!
1: Gosh, I'm excited to see some iteration of a whale and a raptor at the same time. <laughs> There's going to be a dinosaur whale in like a We're real di- weird way.
0: <laughs> I mean, whales technically are predators. I mean, it could be- whales are also technically like an aviar mold,
1: so it all works <laughs> yeah. out super duper well very smart move so yeah so here's my thought and i think you're kind of saying exactly that this had zero to do with comfort this had zero to do with you know what i'm just putting better with whales in my practice this is i can putt the same and make some cash
0: i that i mean that's my feeling I obviously can't prove that. And uh, this falls into the disc golf podcast realm of wild speculation at best, uh, which goodness gracious people for the last time. Have you listened to the first part of the podcast? (laughs) We we're joking all the time, constantly. Don't take us seriously. Except for this. (laughs) This is why he chose the whale.
1: (laughs) Um, We've talked about it for a while. Rick is a big goof. He had a, a little run of just of awful awful videos and just 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 bad and just bad interviews and if, bad things. If you bad, want an example of
0: Rick made a cooking video. Don't watch
1: it. You will lose seven minutes of your life. If you want to watch that it. But you will never get back. Go find it. You it's, will never get that time back and you will lose it. It will not be worth your time. Yeah. One hundred percent it will not. With that said, he's definitely, or not definitely, he's very likely much more intelligent than than I. And I won't say we. I think we, but I'll say I. Just I'll I'll have the onus on that.
0: Definitely more intelligent than I have given him credit for. He's he's uh, he's making he's making moves. He is. He's he's doing great. And uh, and I I love to see the game on top of that and. And he's he's looking healthy and strong, and it's it's great to see. I'm I'm all for. This. Do you
1: think he comes up with the hashtag of like "make steps" or something like that, like <laughs> just to do his own thing?
0: No, <laughs> I don't. I hope not. Make strides. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe, you want to you wanna give... Uh, move maker. <laughs> let's just move on. You want to give top 10 of, of Ledgestone here? Yeah, we got for, a tie at, at
1: the top, at minus 17. Obviously. Rick, Rick and Calvin, uh, as we talked about.
0: Weather shortened.
1: Uh, Eagle McMahon, minus 16, real close. Final round, who knows where it would have gone. We'll get to someone else to talk about who knows where it would gone if they got the full round. Andrew Marweed uh, tied with fourth with Gru Dibson, minus 14. Kyle Klein yep. putting together an amazing start to the final round before it got five set off
0: under. Through five. Through five. Which is insane. So so Kyle Klein technically was at, in first place. Was in first place at the cutoff of this tournament.
1: Yeah. So we'll never know, but Kyle Klein is he's something else. Yeah. Kyle uh,
0: Klein is going to win major tournaments very soon. Oh yeah. If not this year, he he's fifteen, right? <laughs> he's eleven. <laughs> <Yeah. I'm> like <laughs> I think he's like eighteen or nineteen. But is he? No, I I don't know about
1: that. He's an adult for sure. Is he for sure? Okay.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm, I think I'm thinking of uh, uh, Burr. Yeah, you for sure. Are. Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, right. Yeah. No, Kyle right. Klein's like eighteen or nineteen.
1: Uh, Dickerson and Cole Redlin, who's another young guy, minus twelve, tied for seventh. Nico, this is the first time we have talking about Nico in a real long time. Ninth, minus eleven, and then Matty O, minus nine and tenth.
0: Yeah, uh Nico, best best performance in, in a bit. Yeah. Here. So yeah. Um, and then uh, let's go FPO, which was pretty much a curb stomping by Paige Pierce.
1: Yeah, Paige at minus 19 and first, and then all the way at minus nine, Missy Gannon. Uh, minus eight. Sorry, in second, third. Sarah Hokum at minus five. Valerie Manduano in fourth at minus four. Two-way tie with Haley King. Uh, Maria Oliva Oliva at minus three. Two-way tie in seventh at even with Kat and Heather Young. Alexis Manduano. At plus two in ninth and then a two way tie in tenth with Juliana Corver and Cynthia Ricciotti at plus six. I feel like Cynthia, we're gonna start seeing yeah. more of her too. And so I feel too. like I was watching like Skins match and things like that, and she'd been hanging out with that Kyle Klein. Just saying.
0: Yeah. Um I should note uh, Katrina Allen was back to her putting woes. Oh. Like real bad. Like missing, missing awful, awful, awful putts again.
1: Well, everyone knows she hates lightning.
0: Like uh, it was just it
1: she was just worried about the storm.
0: It was bad. Um so
1: Well, get out of the system and and come on back,
0: Cat. She 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 just does this. She has these these time periods where she cannot putt and then she comes back to life and and puts well and just kind of that's just what she does. Like it's it's hard to watch when she's at that spot, but It's so hard to watch. It but it's it's bad. Like really bad yep uh so yeah um all right so uh on to the uh the european disc golf championship which is in progress it's on there's a uh, uh, post coverage on spin tv and i think i saw another channel that had it on there too um, there's
1: fpo on a different channel
0: there's fpo yeah that for sure um and uh i don't know how far we'll get into it but it, this is the con day uh uh, Czech Republic course so uh, we've seen it before and it's totally worth watching I mean you oh, got a great course you got big names and Simon uh, flew back for this so uh, you got you got Simon Lazad in there and then on the FPO side uh, you know you have Kristen Tatar and Evelyn Salonen yeah. Hannah Bloomroos. Uh, you know some some real big names in in the game
1: and a lot of names that we're going to see more of. Yes, there are a lot exactly. of euros. Yeah. Even more so, I'll say right now on the men's side that uh, we're we're going to see. And I feel like there's always been uh, not a disconnect, but it's like the the European women would come over and be top of the class, but European men, you know, Albert Tom is great. There's other you know our 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 good. Uh, KJ Naibo, like there have been some quality yeah. players, yeah. but they've Dino, never Michaela been like, and, you know. I- yeah, and there never been like top five people consistently. Um, with those names said too, like Tom and, and Seppo. Bino. Seppo, like, I think when we all. Okay. When, when everyone can come back, it's it's going to be different. There's going to be European males too that are think, are I, gunning for top spots. I think that watching the, some of this coverage, I was very impressed. Yeah, with some. I, I think of the, we're the going to see
0: a big part of it, and going on into the next kind of segment of this show, um, the expansion of the of the the European disc golf media game is happening as well, and and. If they can build that and build their tournament to the point where it, it's not about sending our their players to the United States, it's about our players going to see them at their big tournaments as well yep. and build their purses and make their tournaments uh, worthwhile for that sort of game. Um, you look at the courses that are in these countries and how many courses they have and the Courses per capita and all that sort of stuff—it is nuts. I I just don't see how we, uh, don't see it grow even more and start to see elite players come out of there. I mean, we're already seeing it on the FPO side, like what Krista Tatar can do, and and what we know Evelina Salonen can do,
1: and Henna, yeah, we're, and Henna Bloomroos yep, as yep. well.
0: Like we see the chinks in the armor in in our top two. Uh, FPO players in Page and Cat you know it, it. it's there and they're not unbeatable we know that and that that FPO field I just think we're going to start to see the same one well, every
1: year that goes by like that that extra distance that Page has over the field is is disappearing yep yeah the same way watching watching this and that extra distance that like an eagle or a Simon have is disappearing mm-hmm
0: the form and the I don't distance, know about eagle, just the forehand. Well, yeah. Oh my well, god. We don't need monster. The don't monster.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Just, just. But absolutely. there are some there are some dudes there that had cannons. I mean, you know, we got our we got our U.S. dudes too. Like, Cal's one of those guys too. I'm surprised every time I I was watching. So I watched the first round. Um, and I could just, and so it was UC and Simon on commentary. And in my mind, I just pictured UC being like, I need to get them on Dysmania. <laughs> I need, I, I, I need more big arms. Like we need to keep this going. I can, I can never bring someone to Dysmania that can't throw 600 feet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you, did you, did you see in Simon's latest blog how badly he burned simon no so simon hit a big putt in in uh like a practice round i watched part of that Like like a really long putt and simon's sitting down with uc and uh he was like simon says something along the lines of do you like big putts and uc's response is yes i'd like to see them in tournaments
1: Boom! Savage.
0: I mean, it was fun,
1: Burn, because he knows Simon brings <laughs> him so much fucking money. But I love it. I love it. And th- they actually watching that too. Um, oh no, maybe it was the European Open coverage. I don't know. They talked about Kyle Klein. Yeah. And you could hear UC being like, "Oh, he's gonna get like a big disc. Like we're we're gonna lock him up.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna lock no, him up because he's he, Kyle Klein is he's fun. like
1: when he's playing bad, he's still top 10
0: he's he's kyle klein is awesome yep yeah so uh, anyway uh moving i don't want to spoil results yet uh because the the on the on the uh european open um so we'll just leave that be uh spin tv there's a couple other channels too that i saw that are putting out coverage but um keeping on the european note the european pro tour has been announced and uh this is separate from uh from the uh disc golf pro tour and uh anything previous but it's well, like, we
1: they they did it at one point before. They
0: did. And they're just they now they're like we can do it. They now have nine events they're going to they're going oh, it was to Oh, disc golf
1: world tour actually. That's what it was. Yeah, it was yeah, that yeah, was yeah, sorry.
0: Uh, of uh disc golf world tour and Spin TV and all that nonsense. Um but uh now they're currently broadcasting uh tournaments alive uh in uh on there but it's only in finnish um in the language but in 2022 they plan to have it all in english as well so we're going to be able to watch these uh european pro tour events and they've got like nine of them currently uh in finland estonia uh, sweden norway and denmark um Uh, going forward that are going to be broadcasted live. And this is huge. And there's even one in Spain, it looks like.
2: Ooh, that's Um, fun.
0: So uh, I can't wait to see how this this pans out for them. Uh, I know that there has been European Disc Golf on their local uh, broadcast uh, uh, television. And I would expect that the... uh, the streaming will have the same kind of uh, growing pains that Disc Golf Pro Tour had in the very beginning. For those of you that are new to the sport, um, the very beginning of the Disc Golf Pro Tour with Steve Dodge was an absolute dumpster fire. Yeah. And and from what we're seeing right now compared to what we were looking at even two years ago is just light years of improvement. And, And
1: I would like to think that if they reached out to Jeff Spring, he would like give him some knowledge and tips and tricks, or s- I, I, I connect mean, them it, with it the could, people who are doing it. I they would could hope.
0: shock us too that maybe they're they're making use of their local broadcasting teams, and maybe it'll be way more professional than we expect. But yeah. but uh, my, I'm my uh feeling is that we should expect growing pains. Uh, but this is an awesome, uh, and also the website. Mm, uh, Give it time. Give it time. Let's let's uh, uh, let's see how they do. But this is exciting. But if
1: you went to like the .eu or something, it'd be like really nice.
0: And for those (laughs) of us that are are just hunting down more disc golf coverage as much as possible, this is going to be great. So it's gonna be fantastic. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like, you can literally watch them live now. Like, there are, are and we have uh, a ton of European links, listeners it, that it, I just, know are pumped on if this. If you don't speak Finnish, I think it's gonna be difficult to, uh, well, let's learn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? But, uh, awesome news. Like, really awesome. Like, a European pro tour to, to pair with, uh, the disc golf pro tour here in the United States uh, is awesome. And I cannot wait. All right. Well, I think we've pretty well uh, covered uh, the European disc golf scene. And uh, let's just do a quick hit on the USDGC, which is um, now going to be broadcasted live on DGN. Uh, However.
1: Oh, good. Like the other great tournaments. uh,
0: Yes. However, it still is going to cost you money.
1: Well, yeah, you got to pay for your extra. DGN member. Oh. No, no, no.
0: On top of that, so um, I I believe that DGN subscribers get like a twenty five percent discount or twenty percent discount, something along those lines. But I think it's twenty five bucks um, to to get the um, rights to watch uh, USDGC on the DGN platform. Hmm. So um, you know what
1: the worst part about that is,
0: like, we're gonna pay it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did last year, um, you know. I think it had its own website. I think it did too. I don't think it was Dj Last year, I
1: feel like it was its own.
0: But yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Like we'll we'll watch it. Uh, I I do think that I generally err towards I'll watch this. Um, but you know, just just like wanting to to be there in the moment and and see it but not my favorite tournament i was
1: gonna say like i'm not really a big usdgc fan yeah so it's it's uh it's got history yeah for sure maybe that's what it's got
0: yeah so anyways uh i personally am going to pay for it And I think that most of you guys should, but uh, it also seems like maybe there won't be post-produced available uh, that is not behind a paywall. So uh, I can't confirm that, but it seems like that's the case.
1: Well, here's my hot take. Here's my hot take. And I may be blastered for this, and you may blast me for this. I am not currently... Nor have I ever been a PDGA member. Mm -hmm. But I feel like spending my money for USDGC does more to grow the sport than me getting a PDGA membership.
0: Probably, yeah. I would rather
1: use my money to to watch USDGC than to get a PDGA membership.
0: Yeah. Um, I would like USDGC to... Uh, you know, figure it out and make themselves a part of the disc golf pro tour, so that we don't have to deal with pay per view tournaments. Um, yeah, and that we can just well, pay for the know, one subscription. Personally, but um, they know it
1: works. Look at Disney Plus and HBO Max.
0: Yeah, yeah, they it it's a. It,
1: I know you've bought all the shit on Disney it, that it has. I, you could have waited three
0: weeks to have for free that's not it's not three weeks first of all but yes um, sorry four four five five four months It's months
1: okay that. oh no you don't get to watch uh uh what luca is that the one like
0: until I don't know later, whether it was Luca or not. No, it was,
1: it was the big, the big first one was um, they redid the. I think the, the live only, the
0: only one that the Aladdin and uh, no, no,
1: no. no. What's do. the one? What's the one? She's like a oh a the warrior dragon and like the,
0: the dragon one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Oh,
1: Mulan, I, Mulan, got it. Mulan, Andler. Mulan. I kept thinking Moana, Moana, but no, Mulan. Like. That's the one that, that was the first one was like, yeah, you pay hella money to have
0: no, Disney mean, but Plus,
1: uh, but we made this movie and it's $20 right now if you want to watch it, mm-hmm. or we can wait a couple months and have it for free. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not pay the $20. Did my wife want to? Maybe. <laughs> but I said, no.
0: I think the only one I did was I watched the uh, the Black Widow movie, which was actually really good. Oh, I didn't watch that yet. Was it? Super good. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, I I fully recommend it. Because I was just like, I'm not gonna go to a movie theater. I, I can't I don't have time for that right now. Yeah. So and if I did go to a movie theater, it would cost me more than thirty dollars in energy and stuff.
1: Oh, I talked hella shit. But I, to- I definitely bought um definitely bought the the latest bill and ted movie <laughs> i don't like it when it's a rent when it's like thirty dollars and you you get to watch it once and it's gone
0: oh yeah no. if i
1: can spend the thirty dollars and i yeah, own no, it, it doesn't I'm go totally away. fucking down yeah and uh i did that with the bill and ted because i love the other bill and teds um and it was good it wasn't uh, amazing but it was good and uh i own it now yeah, and it was, it, it, but exactly, actually, exa- exactly what you're saying. I was talking to my wife, and I was like, "If it was in a theater, we would spend way more than thirty dollars." Yes, for especially sure. Especially because our movie theater now and they in know town that. That's serves beer. Like yeah. I would spend uh, so much more, especially because yeah. I can walk there.
0: All right, you ready to do uh, picks for Idlewild? Yes. So uh, Idle Wild is a tournament. It's a rad tournament. And uh, we're going funky. We're going to do fun. our picks. Uh, I don't know who won picks on on the last one and we didn't do picks for uh for um ledgestone because we didn't. we
1: did we did preserve picks and I, all I will say and we're not gonna talk, we, we're just so far out preserve I will say um oh we should actually tie about preserve. I'll say one thing about preserve that I just remembered um I'm pretty positive I am the reason that Rick is destroying because I definitely came out on our podcast two weeks ago before preserve. And said Rick's just having fun. I don't think he cares that much about winning. He's just getting out there and then he fucking destroyed and then yeah. went back to back. But I'll say I did not pick Rick at all. I don't know if you did, but you probably did and I didn't for preserve and he won,
0: so I'll just take the loss. Um I will look. Just no, just go ahead. I'll, just take I'll the win. Let, I'm just I'm just gonna look and see what, what the grip six was. I'm pulling it up right okay. now. All right, I'll do the same. Oh God. Uh I did not pick Rick and you won.
1: Uh you don't know that. Let me let me um let me pull mine up.
0: I had I did pick Tatar and Eagle. So I did pick um I did pick What was your score? Uh, forty six hundred. <laughs> sixty two was the was the the total score, but my position was forty six hundred. Woohoo! So
1: sixty. <laughs> I got forty three eighty six, but I won.
0: So I had picked Tatar, uh, Allen, and Pierce, and then I had Eagle, Heinberg, and Gibson.
1: Oh, see, I had Macbeth, Heinberg, and Lazat. So I've yeah. just barely so. barely got past you. Yeah. Uh, so right. I guess I'll go first then. Yeah. Uh, let's start with FPO this time. Okay. <sighs> And I wish I watched more Ledgestone before I made these picks. <laughs> but in third place, I've got Hokum.
0: Okay. In in third place, I'm taking Missy Gannon. I like the way she played at Ledgestone, and I think she can build on it.
1: I'm going with a, a Cat Allen bounce back in uh, second.
0: Okay. In second place, I'm going Scoggins. It's been a minute since we've seen her, but she is awesome, and I think she can really really dominate this course.
1: Totally. In first place I'm taking oh no, I'm taking Paige Pierce.
0: I am also taking Paige Pierce. She dominated and uh she's going to continue her resurgence now that Kristen Tatar is not on US Soul. Right. So yeah
1: uh, why don't you start MPO?
0: All right. So uh in MPO in third place I'm taking Kevin Jones.
1: In third place I'm gonna take Ricky Waisaki.
0: Ooh, okay. Uh, in second place, I'm taking Paul McBeth.
1: In second place, I'm taking Calvin Heimberg.
0: Mm. In first place, I'm going to take Eagle McMahon for the repeat.
1: In first place, I'm going a couple years back, and I think he's just ready now. I'm taking James Conrad. Oh, okay.
0: I like it. This is like we, our we best have...
1: that we've ever done of like not...
0: Yeah, not picking the same people. That yeah. was That was good. I like it.
1: Yeah, what we had Paige, and
0: is that the only one we had in common? I think so. Oh, that's rad. I think so. Yeah, because you didn't pick Jones or, or Macbeth, or yeah, that's, or sorry, you did pick Macbeth. I don't know. I wasn't listening.
1: I did not pick Macbeth. Yeah. I did not pick Macbeth.
0: So, so yeah, it was really just Paige? Macbeth,
1: yeah. Interesting. Good. Yeah. That'll be a fun one.
0: Awesome. All right. You ready to uh, do a deer review?
1: Oh, God, I am. Yeah.
0: All right. It is time for our world-famous deer review, our disc and beer pairing, where we take a disc, we take a beer, we review them both, and let you know whether you should bring it on the course. Tonight, we have the Mint Disc Jackalope, which is an eight-speed, five-glide, minus-two-turn, one-fade control driver, and we are pairing that with Modern Times, finally open in Anaheim. Which is an eight percent double dry hopped IPA. Where do you want to start, Joe? Disc or beer?
1: I'm gonna start disc because I gotta I gotta seep into this beer. You but, gotta relieve, but uh, I I some I, I, stress. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a little uh, upfront preview. Uh, this this beer is really good. It is really good. Uh, the disc. So I don't want to go crazy in depth and try and like break down every single thing about this disc. I will tell why, you why, why. not? Because it's simpler. It's simpler to just say what I'm about to say. Okay. The jackalope is 100% what I wanted slash expected. The Freetail to be. And that's not to say that the Freetail isn't cool. It's not. It's just a totally different distance than I thought it would. It's still my bag. I love it for what it is. But for the numbers that it was given originally and what I thought it would do, it is so different. And this is exactly what I wanted. I honestly didn't even realize that it was an 8-speed. Um, I, I didn't even know the numbers, honestly. Like, I just threw it. We went out and threw it, and I was pumped off the bat um i can crank it close to full power on Heiser, get it to flip turn over um and and hold that nice slow turnover and and land flat or Heiser flip it with like 70 80 percent power flip up turn and finish left just a little bit it's it's rad I had uh one of the coolest shots I've ever had at one of our local courses Skyline with this disc. It's a it's an uphill uh, basket to the right with tons of guardian trees and it's a forehand hole for sure like it's you gotta have a decent forehand too because of the uphill. and I just said, you know what? I bet I could flip this and turn it over and get there, and I was the most parked I've ever been for that basket with this disc. Like, a different throw, hard. and I'm ace running. It 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 was super pretty. Should
0: it, note, I got out and around with the forehand. Of course. And, and, and closed the deal from there. So.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was closer, but you had a great putt, and you had a great drive, and it was great. But with that said... I tried that same throw early on with the free tail and it was like a turn and burn and cut roll left just cause it was that much more understable than the Jackalope. Like I said, this is what it, with this set, let me, I guess, give the caveat too. my free tail is like a pre-release double stamp. Maybe the flippiest free tail that exists and I still love it, but the Jackalope instantly uh, was like, Oh, this is this is what I wanted that disc
0: to be. Joe Joe's been throwing some really nice shots with with the jackalope, and uh, I will say, I am also extremely impressed. The distance is fantastic. It's definitely an eight speed type distance and that five glide's real and it's yeah it's not a turn and burn type thing like you can give it a lot of power and it will turn but it's still gonna kind of uh, close out of it it's not one of those like turn into a roller type shots like joe was saying uh, it's uh it, it's impressive i i really really like it i it, i would say in the same category as like heat's uh, in, mm-hmm. in terms of not quite as understable as a heat, uh, but same sort of distance potential and understability uh, in there. And, and knowing that you can get a Heiser flip and get a little bit of an S curve out of it and and have it finish out there. Uh, a lot of fun. And the plastic is fantastic.
1: Well, I can give you the exact like what it flies like.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It flies. So I've carried escapes forever. Uh, love my escapes. I had a lucid. I have a lucid. That's that's flippier. And recently, in the last year or so, I got a chameleon Canadian Championship escape. That was nice. That I could f- f- do very similar things with. It's 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 very escape style. And that's it, the only thing is. with the, the eight speed versus the ten speed freetail. Like there's, it's a little funky there. And I know freetail
0: ten or is it nine?
1: Maybe it's I think it's ten, which I okay. still don't understand. I think it's nine, but still the speed is is yeah. nominal. Like it's yeah. there's not a big difference between free tail speed and Jackalope speed. No, there were, we threw it because we were testing. We threw it on, um, you know, three eighty power type shots, yep. and we're able to be in the circle and and look good. Yep, it it's got that glide. It can get out there for sure. With that said, on f- holes like that, if you have like 380 power, it has to come out hyzer. Yes. You're not throwing, f- like a flat will will turn over and may- and most likely not come back. It uh, For sure, this might be for those people with like, the free tail is a little too understable. This might be the perfect disc for
0: you. Yeah.
1: But we don't need to dive too deep. If you have more Jackalope stuff, say that. If not, we move to beer.
0: Um. I, I, I think don't I think, like, think you summed it up yeah. relatively well. It, it it's it's a fun disc and it is an excellent compliment. And I think you're right in saying that like the free tail is more of like a novelty in terms of what it can do. Like it's so understable that it's really like a roller or you know like a big time Heiser flip or turnover type thing this could be your understable workhorse complement. Oh yeah. Uh, like it, it it has a lot more, uh, use from a standard golf line, uh, standpoint. Like you just, you can, it doesn't have to be for certain situations where you need to roll or do this or that. It can just be your hyzer flip control driver and you can power it down and, uh, flip it up to flat and have it finish left or you can power it up and have it turn throughout and just barely fade out at the end and still get a lot of distance there's there's a lot of potential here you can throw play. it
1: on a big hyzer with not a ton of power and let it have a nice yep. big pan out to yep. the
0: left yeah that's it's all there for you so uh i I'm impressed again. I, yeah, you you guys all know that that uh, we are mint people. At this point, I throw bullets. Uh, they recently just released the Eternal bullets, and I am loving them.
1: I think you need to tell them about your bullet. You do? I think I think so. We <clears> wouldn't <throat> have had there been a different outcome. Okay, okay, we would never have said a thing. But I think it's a perfect time. So to I, just I talk had a,
0: about- I, I had a near panic. Uh, so I was sent a proto bullet. By uh, the owner of Mint Discs. Uh, hey. uh And a proto-Eternal Bullet. Right. Um, before they, they'd come Did out. this big so run, yeah. Previously, they'd only had the Royal Bullets that uh, were out and which I had said when we reviewed them, if there was a premium plastic version of this, I would switch to them. Guy called my bluff. Uh, his name is actually Guy. Yep. Uh, and he sent me a proto-Eternal Bullet and i was like well shit well shit now i have to do this and it turned out it was like my favorite disc it is so great like beautiful laser beam turnover putter shots it's just it's just one of my favorite discs to throw ever anyways last week i came to my bag and i couldn't find it this proto bullet no name or phone number in it no stamp no stamp Nothing like most people that came across this disc wouldn't wouldn't have no chance of figuring out what it was. There's no markings on it. There's nothing. It's just a blank. Awesome disc. premium plastic putter like nothing distinguishable about it. Uh, so I couldn't find it. It wasn't my bag. And I had I knew the last time I threw it and I played around the next day and I knew there's no way I would have looked at the top of my bag. And not seeing it and not been worried. Like, so I, I I was like, I was in the back of my mind, super confident that something happened with my kids. Like they took it, they did something like it's in, it's at my house somewhere in the yard. They threw it, they grabbed it because they come into my garage, they grab discs. They could have taken out of my bag and done something with it. But like I searched everywhere, all over the place, could not find, could not find it anywhere. I still couldn't get it out of the back of my mind that there is no way I would have played because I played two rounds in a row. I knew the last time I threw it on a Saturday round and I knew there's no way that I played an entire round the next day and didn't notice that my premium putter was not in the top of my bag. Totally. So like I still had that like confidence in myself that there's just I couldn't have done that. There's no way
1: but you didn't have it. But I couldn't
0: it. find it. And so I had like I'd reticent myself to to that feeling that it's gone. Like I lost a one of a kind disc. Like I don't have it anymore. I don't know that where. It is it's
1: a one of a kind, not a wall hanger one of a kind. Like this is an everyday. I throw this multiple times every round. It does so much work for me disc. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it it's a proto eternal bullet. So there's not a lot of them out there. Um So, I just kind of had accepted it. And I finally just like... the And it was somewhat serendipitous that the Eternal Bullets then came out on the Mint website and I ordered like seven of them. Uh, So, and I should note, uh, Eternal Bullets on the stock run fly very similar to the uh, proto run that I have. The only difference being that... The proto run that I had was high 160s. weight, Uh like 168 I think. And I was able to I was able to get um like 174 175 weight. So it's a little bit better stability in in some of them. Good news. Uh I then cleaning out my house and changing my sheets on Sunday pulling out the sheet cover behind my bed there it is my bullet boom behind my bed underneath get him z one of my kids surely grabbed one it. of you, you know which kid yeah my youngest yeah. it was zane for uh, sure took it and brought it into the house and dropped it behind my bed and uh there it was and i was like i was like so relieved instantly Super relieved. Like this was gonna be one of those things. If I actually lost it, I probably would have never told anyone. That's why. That's why we're, like, you're
1: hearing this story. Like, and that's why I said tell a story because I knew he wouldn't would have just it be been so
0: gone. ashamed of that. That like, I left a disc like that, and like I hadn't wrote my name in it because it was just like, I'm like so ah, pretty. It's so pretty. It's all clear. And now, and now you na- did like a big now, jerk. Now I did like a piece of shit. Even though I, my original thing was right. Like how could I lose a putter? But nope, I whisked out or wrote my name in it.
1: Yep. Man, I have so many discs my name in it.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, you want to go to beer? Yeah.
1: Yeah, before I finish this.
0: <laughs> so Modern Times uh, finally open in Anaheim. 8% double dry hopped IPA. Uh, this is delicious. It's like a passion fruit. Just a little pineapple passion a little fruit. little
1: pineapple. But not juice really, though. Like it's still like a little bit drier. Not not dry but not like the no, super you can, you can overjuiced tell beer. It, it's got it's that double dry hop. Yeah. Um it's super clean and clear. It's not boozy. It's 8%. Super drinkable. Um It's got a little bitter at the end but not it's actually it's not really high IBU. No, I mean, not too bad for an IPA, I guess. Yeah. Like if I gave this to my wife, she'd be like, it's so bitter for a,
0: for a double dry hopped IPA. The, it's not that intense. it's not at all. Yeah, no. It's got a little bit of a dry finish to it, but the overall, the beginning flavor to it is like very oh, yeah. fruity, like pineapple totally, totally. passion fruit, I'd say. Yeah. Um, yeah, that passion fruit you for sure get. And it, it it just it just comes. It's great. It
1: just comes in your mouth. Wait, what? It
0: just what? What? Um. It's modern
1: times. No, listen. What maybe doing. we
0: should go to my minivan and yeah. finish these.
1: <laughs> it is fantastic. Um, I like. I, it's it's. They they've uh, done well again. You know, you can't act like modern times doesn't always knock it out of the park because they 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 pretty much do. And they've continued that world. Um I do want to point out that this was sent to us, which is super rad, from from Jed Jed T, who sent it literally like three days ago. Oh. He was like, I'm sending you beer, what's yeah. a good address? Why did
0: you tell me that earlier? I would have
1: put him in the open of the show. Because I totally forgot. Well, Jed, you were on the original message. You just didn't reply, and I was like, "Send it to my house." And then he did. And then, if like, you send it next to my, day,
0: Jed, you've learned a lesson. No, if you send stop. It, if you send it to my house, then you will get credit on the show.
1: You're getting credit right now on the show.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jed. At the end, really appreciate it. Could have gotten credit at the front of the show. I'll get in your like multiple front times. Of the show. Um, you didn't even remember till the end of this deer. But I
1: knew it was. Ha- I knew it was a beer that said. We also got another great beer from him that we. Uh, I'm so sorry, Jed. That we actually. were so sorry. We're gonna talk about on the pre-show, but we Goodness. didn't. But Miss Dragon was also super good. Yeah, that beer we had earlier. Anyway, moving forward, I would drink this on the course all day every day. Yep. And I probably only had three of them because I would be kind of hammered. Because they're 8% and they're super drinkable. Yep. Fantastic beer. The disc, which y'all probably just through me talking about it,
0: um, have realized that realized it's in realized Joe's bag. It's in my bag. Uh, my question is, are you taking the escape out? So
1: here's, here's the issue. And I don't think it'll be an issue for long. I think it will be for a slight amount of time. One hundred percent this is kicking out the chameleon like Canadian open escape. Uh-huh. Because it flies better and feels better. And now I have a whole bunch of them. Yes. And that was my big issue with the chameleon one was like I can't replay it. like there's not that's such a weird limited run. Not that mint discs aren't limited, but we're able to get a ton, so I've got backups on backups on backups, so I feel great with that. For that,
0: uh, is there a reason, like maybe a special friend that was looking out for you? That yeah, uh, my best friend that uh, that you have that made jackalopes. My best friend
1: did that. My He's best like friend Robin
0: did that person, and that
1: I appreciate him
0: in your life. That yeah, like, you and know, I love
1: that, and I I told you that, and I appreciate you. I I appreciate my uh, pseudo gay husband. Yep. So. Tons of jackalopes would come my
0: way. You know there are a lot of relationships that that don't have to be sexual, and I feel like, like that's we,
1: fine. Yeah, like we, can, yeah, we, yeah. Can be, we can we can be, be, eight, we, can be we can be gay dads together. We can be uh, and not
0: ever touch each other's. You know, I mean, units. we
1: basically already are. Like I know yeah. you're saying that, but that's the world we already. That's that's our our world. Like um,
0: relationships don't have to fit into the boxes, traditional for boxes sure. yeah. that people yeah. talk about. It's, yeah, it's it's a normal. I will thing. tell you.
1: I mean, this might be breaking news. Robin and I uh have no relations of that sort. Maybe to Robin's chagrin. Mm. But we don't uh that's <laughs> anyway.
0: I, I I'm just I'm just not uh like I
1: So You're a little too furry for my taste. No, that's fine. It, I, it's, get it. it's I get it. I get it. You're a little too a uh, dude for my taste, <laughs> which is fine also. Um Touche. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> uh which is nothing wrong with that. Just not for me. <laughs> yeah. Just not for me. Yeah, Um Jackalope, rad. But I want to continue to keep like one main one in the bag, and I hope that I can beat it to where my lucid escape is, because that still has like this weird little world between my free tail and this jackalope. Um, I should hit up Guy too and be like, "Is there a plastic that beats up a little faster
0: than sending yeah. me a jackalope?" And eternal like, jackalopes. That's uh, maybe also.
1: maybe that's what I need. I need an, an eternal. Um, I, I don't
0: think they exist yet, but because this um, is sublime.
1: Yes, this is sublime, which is similar Correct. to
0: uh, plasma.
1: No swirl. Uh, anyway, I'm I'm in I'm in the the my mind is in.
0: Mm, uh, mvp and axiom plastics
1: no but uh the other one gosh
0: i don't know where you go. streamline going. streamline yes
1: um their swirl anyway it's its own plastic bl- blend it's not the same it's its own plastic blend but it's fantastic plastic i do want something a little bit more under i mean honestly my world might be pulling out a free tail in a more premium plastic. That might be what I need rather than, Uh than a less stable jackalope Mm -hmm. because the free tail I have is a turn and burner, which I really like. It's specialty, but I want something in the middle and that's where my escape is. I do want to move away for it away from it though. I really do want either. I would like to have a jackalope or a free tail kind of take that space up just because I love the brand. I love the plastic. I love the people. And I know I can figure out how to make it work. But overall, that escape, my loose escape, I throw so rarely. And I was throwing that Chameleon One a ton. And this is just a better version of that that I have mm-hmm. more of um, with a brand that I love and trust and great people. There's, there's no reason for me to not make that switch right now. I mean, like I said, I've thrown some of my best shots with this disc. You've thrown some great ones. With very little experience with it. Yeah. Like, being able to just be like, you know what? I bet this will work. And And I should note,
0: Joe does not like understable discs.
1: I'm getting more. Like, I am slowly turning way more into Robin. I got a forehand now. I've learned somewhat to power discs down. It's all weird. It's all strange. I don't even know what to say about it. But I can power things down and Heiser flip things. and
0: um,
1: But I can also, you know, reach back and crank shit hell of hard and have fun. Like, it's fun. Disc golf is fun.
0: Yep. All right. Well, that's all we got well, for what you. What do you
1: say about the beer and the disc? Oh,
0: that's right. I've, I've done this Sorry. a couple times. Uh, yeah. the, the beer, I'm 100% in. Yeah. This, this is fantastic. The jackalope... I I like want it. I I But want, you want me to have it, and that's the I, real but, thing. But I, like I, I I also like I see how much you like it, and I don't see like a huge difference between what I do with with FDS and stuff like that. Mm, yeah, like it's not that different, but it does go pretty far. Um, it does will definitely fly farther than uh, what I can do with an FD. Like that's for sure. Um, so the glide and the speed is real and, um, I, I, we got more of them on the way. So it's, it's not ruled out for me. Give me like, I'm like 0.5 on this. Like it's, it, it definitely would fill a slot between, but I just don't know how often I need that. And, uh, yeah. So, um, I'm extremely interested. It is a ton of fun to throw. Like it is just a great disc and you can get some awesome laser beam shots with it. You can get some awesome turnover flip uh, shots. You can get some hyzer flip shots. You can do some, some big, big hyzers just working with the understability mm-hmm. like a late stall. Um, yep. Oh, totally letting it ride. Uh, so, uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I I fully recommend this disc to virtually anyone. This is even- <laughs> Not that you
1: can find them anywhere, and especially now that we did this, <clears throat> they're gone everywhere. But <laughs> yeah, um, so uh,
0: I, I'm I'm halfway in on the jackalope, and I'm fully in on the beer. So I, this is like a 3.5 out of out of four.
1: Yeah, and without like throwing scores out or anything, this is like Simon Lazada European Championships.
0: Ooh. Uh, you, uh, you, is he winning? Oh, oh, you were, you were spoiling scores. Oh, geez. It's not over yet. There's That's still true. time. That's true. There's still time. That's true.
1: I just don't think he's unlocked full Simon yet. Or as we talked earlier,
0: um, hopefully Simon will hear this and, um, decide to, uh, go full, uh, full power mode as a result, just, to just smite you.
1: And I'm just going to roll right And even though we should be wrapping up. Do you think if Simon had – do you think, like, the – the like, throw Eagle aside, because Eagle might be the closest to what I'm about to say. If Simon had Paul Macbeth's killer instinct, do you think he would be in the same, like, top three conversation consistently? Or one or two?
0: I uh, definitely one or two. Like definitely.
1: we had him on the show and I love Simon. He's so great, but he even slipped and tried to backtrack. And I love you, Simon. Yeah. He's like, I really don't care. I just want to have fun. And yep. it was like, Oh, that explains so and much. Then
0: 10 minutes later was like, ah. was like, Oh,
1: I'm sponsored. I have to tell people that Yeah, yeah. I always want to win. Yeah. He no. doesn't though. If yeah. he had the mentality of, of fuck, if he had either one of ours, like, I think if he just converted I think we want to win more than he does when we play disc golf
0: on our own I, I think even if he just reassociated what he uh thinks is winning in his mind like to to the tournaments cuz it, it it is a very um you know, it's an enlightened state of mind that Simon has. He wants to have a good time. He wants to be happy. He wants, he wants to be to healthy. Show. He wants to put on a show. He wants to do all these things. Then nothing is wrong with any of that. Um, and you, you could argue that Paul Macbeth's mindset towards what he does is not a healthy mindset to have. Being yeah. that focused on winning constantly doesn't necessarily make the rest of your life good. Uh, so, uh, who's to say he's wrong? I, I'm. I'm. I'm fine with it, and I love Simon. If he just, I guess it just comes down to that's what he wants to do, and he, I imagine someone like him could, like, probably refocus, and if he really wanted to put all of his energy towards winning a disc golf just be incredible and do that but that's not how he works he wants to be a renaissance man he <laughs> wants to be good at guitar he wants to be good at everything he does he wants to be robin with a kickflip yeah uh, something but so i'm gonna say one more thing and i'm gonna stop because i'm
1: going way too deep for what we need to wrap up on um but he's never had adversity he, in the sense of, like, he was real good real early in Europe and continues to be real good, whereas Paul had that baseball run where he didn't succeed and, like, now he's, like, forever trying to make up for that. So I think that's a big, like, uh you know, parting of paths that happened mm-hmm. Um that is pushing that way. And I don't know that there will be anything that could actually happen, honestly, that would push Simon into that path
0: yeah i don't think so
1: all good great love simon love paul we can wrap it up yeah
0: all right well that's all we got for you in this episode of the disc golf podcast be sure to rate us on itunes drop down five stars wonderful nice review we appreciate all of them uh after that, Patreon.com slash The Disc Golf Podcast. We do a pre-show recording before every single episode. So if you burn through a podcast and you're looking for more Disc Golf Podcast content, hit up our Patreon, Patreon.com slash The Disc Golf Podcast. You'll get access to our entire catalog of pre-shows. Like, there's hundreds of them now. And there might be some post-shows. And uh, there could be post-shows coming, too. Who knows? We just uh, we put all kinds of content out there. Uh, it helps support the show, keeps us going, and uh, we really appreciate everyone that has uh, subscribed so far. So, thank you so much for that. Uh, in the meantime, get out there this weekend and throw stuff at stuff.
2: This is a song for the aceless, but those with aces, listen closely. Don't always have to huck it hard In fact, sometimes that's not right to do Sometimes you got to lay it up And not outrun an ace or two Sometimes you got to ease If you wanna put the D's in the B's Sometimes you got to say, hey I'm gonna throw it softly I'm gonna hug it gently I'm gonna flick it smoothly I'm gonna toss it so sweetly and then you say hey I hit some metal and then you say wait a minute Robin I think I'm starting to get it now could you fill my throat for me that's fucking teamwork. What's your favorite disc? That's cool with me. It's not a trespass, but I guess it works for you. What's your favorite beer? The only answer is an IPA. So let's go to the bar. And then I'm gonna flick it so sweetly. And then I'll fucking hook it softly. And then I'll fucking throw it perfectly. But then I'm on a hug you.